Hey, this is Matthew's Table podcast channel. We wanted to thank you for joining us today. Hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and reminds you of who you are, but more importantly, whose you are. Accepted into Yale and uh, became the top neurosurgeon in the world. All right. All, are you alive? All because she went to this rich guy's house and he had a library <laughs> full of books. And his TV was unplugged. So she went home and unplugged the TV. All right, we're live. Give us a thumbs up if you can hear us and see us. We live? Jay Lee? Yeah. All right. Let's give it a few seconds. Let somebody hop on. Huh? Red. Red is my color? Yeah. Did he put red on the background? I was like, am I blending in? <laughs> on a green screen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's good like that. Had me looking like the Kool-Aid guy. <laughs> That'd be funny. And, uh, what about when I sneezed last week? Gee, <laughs> Did you? Can we edit that out next Man. time? <laughs> All right, are we ready? Praise God, we got some technology today. Uh, you starting to soft? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Table Talk, every Wednesday we get together and highlight some things going on in the church, some people that are uh, faithful and consistent, and um, just talk about you know uh, the life of the church. Uh, last week's sermon, if you missed it, you can always get on YouTube or our Facebook page, and, you, we, and we encourage you to do that because we're walking through a five-part sermon series on what is a healthy church, and... Also, we talked about uh, the video that we did on uh, what is a healthy church, right? We had done, and that's on our Facebook page as well. If you guys would like to get on there and check that out, uh, excellent acting skills by uh, two um, uneducated, unskilled actors that uh, really illustrated um, the ridiculousness behind what people look for in a healthy church. Yeah, for sure. Right? And you can always go back and watch that on YouTube. And like Roger said on our Facebook, um, I highly recommend it um, if you miss Sunday to go back because this is a five-part series, so everything's going to build on top of yeah. last week. So this Sunday will build on top of last Sunday. Yeah. So keep up to date, keep watching them, and just stay plugged in. Yeah, so we defined what a church was. Church mm-hmm. isn't a building, church isn't a location, church isn't an institution where only the uh, superior uh, individuals that are part of that church are doing all the work, but it's a people that God has called out of darkness and into light. And so this week, um, we hope you join us for part two of that sermon series. Nick, tell us who our servant of the week is. Servant of the week is Matt and Sherry White. Um, two huge blessings to Matthew's table. And one thing that I would like to say about them is they saw a need and they met a need. And yeah. at one point, um, we didn't have middle school. Um, nobody poured into our middle school kids. And they stepped up. And every Wednesday now, we have a middle school group that gets to hear about Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's just... Uh, a huge blessing, and then they even see Sherry, like she's doing announcements now. Yeah. And both of them, they just always are eager and 
you know, like he t- messaged us yesterday, just some yeah. encouragement. And they're just eager to say, hey, where can I serve at? How can I be a help? Right. And so two people that understand they are the church and that they are willing to step in where they're needed and uh, and start serving the church. You yeah. Know? And, and a lot of people don't even know this because they would never promote it, but they was a host family to our show love families. Yeah. And they walked with a family from they was in the Cadillac to they moved them into a new place. Mm-hmm. And they just walked hand in hand with them through the whole process. And uh, they that family was able to get furniture. They was able to get uh, a permanent housing established. And a lot of people wouldn't even have known that, but that's what they did with one of our show love families. And that's just a behind the scenes thing that they didn't want any glory for her, any recognition, but I knew about it. And like you said, it's because they knew I we are the church yeah. that they took that upon themselves to serve that family well. Yeah. If you don't if you don't know them, get to know them. If you see them at church, just say hi and let them know that you appreciate all that they're willing to do. Um, they've been here yeah. a little over a year now, mm-hmm. maybe 18 months or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, ever since they've been on the prayer team, like Matt's on the prayer team. Um, he comes to the uh, class that we do on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just really involved, and we appreciate mm-hmm. them. And if you have middle school kids, like, and your excuse has been like, well, I'm waiting for, uh, you know, i got a middle school kid. Like, what is there for them to do? Well, now there is something. Yeah, what is that, 6th through 8th? Yeah, 6th through 8th grade. 6th through 8th grade. Uh, it's Dear Truth and Grace every Wednesday. Every Wednesday night, 6 and, o'clock. Yeah, and they do a phenomenal job at leading the 6th through 8th grade uh, to hearing about Jesus. So get your middle school kids to church. You know, yeah. every Wednesday, get them here. Get them plugged in. Let them know that, hey, it's important. Yeah. So some upcoming events tonight is uh, Truth and Grace at 6, and uh, Nick will be teaching on community. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. I hope you guys, well, we had a great crowd last week. Oh, real great. Yeah. And uh, I got an awesome couple, the Beavers, they're going to mm-hmm. come and share the importance of why it's so important to stay plugged in. Yeah. So come, yeah, come and hear what they have to say about why it's so important to be in community as well. And this uh, Saturday show love food pantry and bus passes. Yes, ten to eleven. Uh, this Saturday we'll be passing out boxes of food. Uh, we'll be passing out bus passes, and we also have winter coats for anybody that needs any. Okay. So this Saturday, ten to eleven, share the word. Uh, I'll make a post uh, later today. We'll get the word out. But anybody who needs help with food, we'd love to serve you. If you need help with transportation, we'd love to get you bus passes. Like, so many times um, throughout the month, people are like, hey, you got bus pass? I'm like, man, we pass them out every month. Yeah. Like, just come. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you what you need. Just show up. Uh, the second Saturday of every month, we pass out food, and we pass out bus passes. And now, like, we've added winter coats. We got gloves. We have some shoes. Like, just come and allow us to serve you. Yeah, and, and the food pantry's got, like, hygiene items. Yeah, toothpaste. Tooth like, break. they got some coats, and mm-hmm. we, we have a limited amount of things. But, I mean, it's a room full of stuff that oh, you could yeah. benefit from. So, for sure. but, but we're always in need of more food for the pantry, right? Always. So, man, if you are grocery shopping and you are, you know, picking up food for your family, it would bless us so much if you would just throw in a few things for the food pantry. Yeah. Like, that is... 
the way we keep it stocked. That is the way we're able to serve so many people because of the people at Matthew's table are intentional about, hey, sometimes I'll go down there. I'm like, who dropped that? It's it's, it's a blessing because I'm like, I don't know who dropped it off. Yeah. But every month it always seems to find a way to restock itself. Yeah. And that's because like, and we always like, hey, we never have enough. So if you're out grocery shopping with your family, add a few things to the cart, bring them to church, and that helps us serve our community well. And if, if we said, if we were to put a number on faithful, consistent people at Matthew's table, 100, 150, mm-hmm. if they all brought five, ten items, oh, yeah. that's 500 things. That's, yeah. And that thing would stay stocked and everybody would have an abundance mm-hmm. of things to choose from. Because we, sure. we got a good crowd that comes, right? Oh, like, last, like last month, we were swamped. Yeah. I mean, it was packed. Yeah. A lot of people came. And if you want to serve, like, Show it's up. not a, uh, like, hey, I'm a, the servant, you know, I'm the leader. Or, like, if you want to serve in the food pantry, show up on Saturday. And we'll, we carry out boxes for the people. We load them up. Yeah. Like, there will be a place for you to serve if you want to on Saturday. Yeah. Show up about 9, 9.15. We'll, we'll start getting boxes ready. Just come ready to serve, and there will be a place for you. And we got uh, new hoodies and long sleeve shirts for mm-hmm. sale that will be Sunday morning. We'll be selling them. I don't know about tonight, but definitely Sunday morning. We realize it's at the end of the season, but with just how everything's backed up, it took almost three months to get um, our items, which is kind of normal right now, I guess, in that industry. So even if um, you, you aren't going to be wearing it in the spring, you'll still have it when fall comes. So. Uh, check I heard those it's about out. To be like thirty degrees. This yeah, it's about to be snow and everything. And the difference this time is we added "show love" down a sleeve, mm-hmm. so they are different than what we've had before. And uh, and I I really like them. But uh, last thing, uh, quickly, unless you got something, uh, is the youth parent meeting tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the youth uh, leaders are hosting a parents meeting to inform you guys. So we are uh, encouraging you to not miss that. Like, make sure you go. We need participation from the parents of the youth so that the leaders can do what they're already doing really well, but just to add to that. So 530 Mm -hmm. tonight in the youth room. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, they're gearing up for youth camp. Yeah. Like, be involved in, you know, what your kids are learning. Be involved in what they're doing. 530 tonight, uh, show up and... You know, hear what Heather and Rob and, you know, uh, Matt and Sherry have to say about youth camp. And, like, 530, they're asking everybody to come. Like, don't don't let our three parents show up, you know. Yeah. Like, everybody show up. Like, it's, plus this they, is your kid's future. Yeah, plus they do it, like, once every six months or yeah. a year. I mean, it's just, it's 30 minutes. So, yeah. we, we expect to see the parents of the youth so that they can be involved in what's happening in the youth, right? Mm-hmm. All right. You got anything else? Nope. No. Nothing else. All right. Well, we're going to talk about uh, what's on the menu today at Table Talk. And some of it is uh, just a follow up to kind of what we have started already talking about through this sermon series. Um, this past weekend, we looked at the two previous verses to what I'm going to talk about today, verse 9 and 10 in 1 Peter chapter 2, where Peter gives the, the definition of what the church really is. that. He says, but you, that means a Christian or a chosen race, a a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and a people for his 
possession and as we were kind of unpacking all of that this weekend and there, there's a good reason for being able to do that because you guys uh, don't realize how many conversations me and Nick have with people or uh, things that we've talked about to, to people that have asked us about Matthew's table. They, they really don't understand that it, you are the church. You're not visiting the church. And, and we talked about how the culture now is like consumeristic, like, well, do you guys have this and do you guys have that? And it's really more about, no, what do you have to give to the church? But um, we talked about you once were a people that didn't have mercy, but now that you are a people of God, you've, you're, you're benefiting from the mercies of God. And, and so I made a comment during the sermon that I just kind of wanted to flush out and us kind of kick around a little bit. Um, because uh, oftentimes we encourage you guys for good reason, but also uh, you might just on your own invite people to church, right? And um, as I was really thinking through all that, because I think unintentionally we do that, we don't mean that the building is the church. We're just trying to invite them to Sunday morning's gathering. Um, but oftentimes, uh, my opinion, um, you are the reflection of who we are, yeah. Matthew's table. And so we need to introduce people to the church before we invite them to the church. Mm -hmm. We're not saying don't invite somebody, but, yeah. but we're saying, what's the chances if I'm working with you and every other word's a cuss word or you're doing dirty jokes or you're showing me pictures I shouldn't be looking at knowing I'm married? Yeah. What's the chances that I'm going to come to church with you? Yeah, zero to none. Zero to none. Yeah. And I, I think it goes to that, like, uh, what if you didn't have a building, you know? Like, what yeah. if we didn't have a, you know, a church? Like, we're still Matthew's table. Yeah. Like, and I think that's the difference is, like, we don't, you know, people have isolated it to one time a week. Yeah. And it's not like, hey, you go, you go to church with me Sunday. Yeah. We have opportunity to be the church every day. So the whole royal priesthood, like you, you could pray for them right there, or you could share a verse with them, or you could talk about the sermon from Sunday. Yeah, for sure. Like you can be acting as the church in that environment, but a lot of times, and by the way, I've been guilty, I'll get caught up in some type of crude joking or something and fail mm -hmm. to remember, hey, wait a minute, I am actually a representation of the body of Christ, the body of believers, they're basing their opinion off, like we're a reflection of that, right? Like if, so I was going to talk about this just a little bit, but uh, I went to a men's conference one time and this guy came out and he was speaking about, um, you know, just how much the world looks at the church and bases their decision off whether they would, um, come to church with you and he did this illustration where he had four chairs and in the first chair it was the guy that you know he just he looks just like the world but he may go to church mm -hmm. on Christmas or Easter or something else and the other guy you know he, he's not that that bad but he he's still doing some of the things that he's telling you that he used to not do like looking at stuff he shouldn't and then the other guy is just the real religious guy who uh, kind of shames everybody and Jesus jukes them and beats them up with scripture. And then there was this other guy who, um, who just looked like 
um, Jesus in, in a lot of ways. He wasn't perfect, but he was humble and he was gentle and he was, he was genuinely concerned about people that he worked with. He would pray for them and all that stuff. And, and so the illustration was meant to force you to see which chair yeah. are you sitting in. That's good. And I mean, and at the time I was smoking cigarettes still. Mm-hmm. I was a young Christian. And I remember leaving that thinking to myself that the people that I was trying to minister to saw, and I'm not saying smoking is, I'm just saying at the time it convicted me that my smoking looked just like yeah, somebody pe- else. People are watching, right? They're watching. Yeah, whether we realize it or not, like you said, if, hey, come to church with me Sunday, well, it's quite confusing, confusing if we go to work on Monday and it's like, mm-hmm. man, i seen you worshiping, but yeah. you're here cussing me everybody yeah. out. Like, that's, yeah. a, that's a confusing message. Speaking down to people yeah. or acting like you're better mm-hmm. than them and all that stuff. Yeah. It's, um, I just don't know, I don't know that we don't realize the significance. I mean, do you remember when you weren't a Christian and you saw people claiming to be Christians and you looked at them and thought to yourself, well, I don't look much different than they do. Oh, for sure. I, re- I remember that uh, it's like, you know, and I think that's where the hypocrite stuff came from, right? Yeah. Like, oh, he's a hypocrite. You're yeah. looking down on me, but you're doing But you have sin in your this, life. And you're, yeah. you know, like I've seen you doing this, but here you are because I may not do what you do. I just do something different. You're pointing down and looking down. And I think that's where the whole judgmental and hypocritical stance came in at is you didn't look much different than me but because you feel like you go to church you're holier than thou. Yeah. And and so I would kind of provoke people to consider that um, whatever church you're going to, if you don't leave church on Sunday convicted mm-hmm. about your own sin versus thinking about someone else and how they sin in that way, mm-hmm. then you're probably at the wrong church. Oh yeah. I thought about this the other day too. You always listen to a sermon. It's like, man, I wish so would have heard that. Yeah. It's like, no, you needed to hear yeah. that. Like, God brought you. I remember sitting in a Sunday service, and uh, I mean, honestly, I, you know, I, at the time, I was thinking, man, I was really doing some things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the preacher was preaching, and it was covering a sin. And the thought that was crossing my mind was, man, I wish so and so was here to hear that. Mm. And he literally follows up with. I know many of you right now are thinking to yourself, <laughs> you wish someone else was here to hear it. And he's like, no, God's speaking to you. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> got me. <laughs> yeah, got me because I was doing that. Yeah. And so we got to be careful of that. Like the, the purpose of the gathering on Sunday is to hear from the word of God for the purpose of convicting us so that we can repent from those things and follow Jesus. That's it. And you see a lot of people, they'll leave church and go out and unchanged. Yeah. It's like we try to put on these different hats, right? Church yeah. on Sunday, different person on Monday, different person on Tuesday. Like, Christian is a Christian. Yeah. 100% of the time. Like, like what you said, we are the church. And, you know, if you think about it, I just, this crossed my mind. They may not come to church with you on Sunday for an hour. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you work with them... They're with the church oh, for yeah. forty hours all week long. That's it. And the more and they're, and they're so, watching. They're watching. Yeah. And so like everything that we're doing or not doing is drawing them to how good a relationship with God is. Oh yeah. 
And I think it's personally convicting because it should make you think. Yeah. Like, am I being a good representation? Yeah. Am I uh, sharing the light? Like, or do do I take off that, you know, church hat and put on another one? Yeah. And or that mask. I mean, I've heard a lot of talks before about yeah. like a mask, right? Mm-hmm. Are we wearing a mask? But like in in reality, so somebody would say, well, Roger, nobody's perfect. Like we're all going to make mistakes around people. Like, yeah, I get that. The question is, when that mistake is made, in humility, do you go to them and confess it? Yeah. Hey, bro, earlier I was out of character. I was not acting like a Christian. I hope you forgive me. Yeah. Like that's a huge witness sure. to somebody that we're imperfect people following a perfect God, right? Mm-hmm. And so the next two verses just kind of provide some help with how we practically be the church in 1 Peter 2, 11 and 12. He says, Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles. So in other words, you're just aliens living in a fallen world, waiting for the kingdom to come, to abstain from the passions of the flesh. So he's saying, now that you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and a people of his possession, that you should no longer participate in the things of the world that you once did. It says, which wage war against your soul. So it's not uncommon for us to be at war with desiring things from the world, but he's just saying you have to choose not to do that. He said, keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable so that when they speak against you as evildoers, that means that it says when, not if, they will say bad things about you and accuse you of things that are untrue. They may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. So, may see your good deeds and glorify God mm-hmm. on the day. So, man, people's watching. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of times, you know, God is good. It can follow up. Hey, I noticed so-and-so was sacrificially giving or serving or doing all these things. He must have a very good God. Yeah, and what what was that? uh, Maybe it doesn't come, you don't know about word for word, but that Spurgeon quote was, the world's not reading the Bible, they're reading the Christian. Yes, yeah. Yeah, the Bible is not the light of the church or something like that. The Bible's yeah. not the light of the world. Uh, the Bible is the light of the church, and yeah. the Christian is the light of the yeah. world. And so, like, that's just kind of emphasizing how much people are watching. You. Yeah, for sure. And and then you're like, well, that just feels kind of like a, a weight that I don't really desire to have on me. I don't want to be under a microscope. Part of that good deed is, again, admitting when you're wrong and asking for forgiveness. That's it. Right, like mm-hmm. the humility in that. So how will you make it a point to stand out this week among your peers that will make what you have attractive so that you can invite others to worship? Mm. That's kind of That's the a challenge. That's a personal question. Yeah, like really reflect on that and think about how you might have an opportunity to be different in the situation or scenario that you're in so that somebody looks at you and says, hey, man, where is it you go to church? Or what time is it? You know. Yeah, like is is. Like, the church should, we, Christians should love different, give different, serve different, be different. Like, be different this week. Be unashamed. And that's my whole thing. Like, my mentality right now is I don't care to be better than anybody else. I just want to be different than anybody else. And all I'm saying is where there's opportunity to, um, to humble myself or opportunity to not respond to someone slapping me on the cheek and turning my, all that stuff, like, 
I just want to be different. That's it. So that they can ask me, what is it that's different about Challenge, you? be different this week. And be bold. Yeah. We need more folks bold as a lion. So, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, Truth and Grace tonight, 6 o'clock. Uh, we'd love to see you. Church on Sunday, uh, 8.30, 10.45. Invite a friend. As always, Table Talk, every Wednesday from 10 to 11. We'll see you next week. Love you guys. Hey, thanks for joining us today. A special thanks to those who sow into this ministry. If you'd like to partner with us financially, text all one word, Matthew's Table, to 73256. That's Matthew's Table to 73256. It's because of you this ministry is possible. If you like what you've heard, click the subscribe button and share it with your friends. You never know what God can do through your one act of obedience. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. God bless.